Global business news 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio. This is a Bloomberg Business Flash. From Bloomberg World Headquarters, I'm Charlie Pellet. The Dow, the S&P, NASDAQ holding on to gains after the Federal Reserve's interest rate decision. It also signaled it will start unwinding its balance sheet, quote, relatively soon. S&P up a point now at 2478, a gain there of one-tenth of one percent. The Dow at a record, 21708 up 94 points, up four-tenths of one percent. NASDAQ up nine, a gain there of one-tenth of one percent. The tenure up 10.30 seconds, the yield 2.30%. Gold up 260, the ounce to 12.54, higher by two-tenths of 1%. Oil pushing higher, West Texas Intermediate, 48.77 a barrel. That's a gain of 1.8%. Our Fed coverage continues. I'm Charlie Pellet. That's a Bloomberg Business Flash. It does indeed. Charlie Pellet, thank you so much. You are listening to Bloomberg Markets on this Fed Wednesday. Carol Master, Corey Johnson, we are Bloomberg. And they're still the same, same interest rates, same policy, same hints of a, a balance sheet unwind, but no unwind yet. What does it all mean? Lindsay Pegg is joined us right now, Chief Economist at Stiefel Financial, friend of the show, uh, accurate predictor of the FOMC. But, uh, She's uh, an FOS, still, a FOS, friend uh, of the show. Or a FOS, boom, friend of the show, Bloomberg Markets. Anyway, okay. Lindsay, what's up <laughs> with their, their, uh, their uh, insistence on this inflation target? Yeah, uh, it, it was a little bit of a, of a yawner here. Uh, the, the Fed continued to keep rates unchanged and reiterate their expectation for the economy to improve, uh, both from a growth standpoint and an inflation standpoint, despite the fact that the last several months of data have pointed to the downside, increasing, uh, at least from our perspective, concerns of a disinflationary trend becoming well-established in the U.S. economy. So it, you really have to wonder what the Fed is looking at or why the Fed is so beholden to their own internal forecast, which has been consistently inaccurate for the past several years. Well, go ahead, Corey. Well, what's with your boy Kashkari? He's not dissenting. <laughs> your boy. I, I figured, you know, you guys would get your, your Midwestern vibe going there and, and, and get a dissent here. I mean, he surely sees this. The Fed surely sees this. Well, remember, he dissented uh, in June because he wasn't in favor of a rate increase. There was no need to dissent uh, simply on the more positive language in the statement. I think that might have been a little excessive. Had the Fed wanted to implement specific wording about we're going to raise rates regardless of the data become September or December, I'm sure he would have dug his heels in. But because there was no change in the actual level of rates, I think he was okay uh, just letting some of that more positive language. I just feel like, you know, this is just more of of the same from the Fed and that they're being very cautious, very careful um, in terms of how they feed information to us and really kind of managing the markets. But do you think that they're ultimately, Lindsay, missing something really big right now? Well, I think it's very interesting that they're continuing to really serve up the market the idea that they are going to go ahead and push through at least one additional rate increase by the end of the year, despite the very soft inflation data that we've seen. I would have liked to have seen the language 
acknowledge a bit more of that weakness and really focus on the data-dependent nature of monetary policy going forward. Instead, they sort of acknowledge the, the recent data saying, yeah, inflation's lower than 2%, but so they really discount uh, that, that most recent reports that we've seen. Um, and I would have liked to have seen the Fed really justify not only previous rate moves, but uh, have further justification for the insinuated further policy adjustments uh, going forward. So their heads in the sand. You're going with that. I think it is at this point. Absolutely. But now, the one the one area where they are leaving a significant amount of wiggle room is on the balance sheet. Uh, still talking about sometime soon, by the end of the year. These are very vague calendar references. And should the Fed need to, they can easily push that to 2018 without getting any egg on their face. When you look at the economy, Lindsay, though, despite kind of like as we scratch our head trying to figure out what's go- what the heck is going on with inflation – does it seem like things are percolating? Percolating is probably a strong word. Things are moving along okay. Look at housing prices are up. The market continues to move up. Um, we have a lot of guests who come on and say, look at corporate profits and look at, more importantly, corporate revenue growth. Companies are, are increasing their business. Well, we are seeing uh, corporate profits uh, fare pretty well in this year's earnings season, but that's not necessarily indicative of a, an economy that's expanding. More likely what we're seeing is still cost consolidation, efficiency gains. Uh, but not revenue. Equity. Revenue growth, right? That's just growing your business. It is growing your business, but I think a lot of that is also in consolidation of different sectors. You see still a very active M&A market, and I think in good part that is driving earnings at this point. I mean, look at what we're seeing on the consumer side. The consumer may be saying they're more confident, but we're not seeing that translate into their spending behaviors. Last month's retail sales was negative, continuing to pull down that annual pace. So consumers are still out there in the marketplace, but they're spending less. They're buying fewer fewer goods. They're buying fewer services. So how do we drive that then with positive revenue streams uh, in, in this year's earnings? Um, what's going to make them change their mind? They've been stubborn thus far. I think it's going to be very difficult to get the Fed to change their mind. We're going to have to see very significant weakness, uh, really irrefutable evidence that the economy is, is taking a step in the wrong direction. Continued minimal downward steps or continued moderate trends in the marketplace is not going to be enough to derail the Fed from their current commitments to at least one additional rate increase by the end of the year and several different additional hikes in 2018. So the economy is really going to have to take a meaningful step in the wrong direction to, uh, to really derail the Fed's plans at this point. Is it that they want the lever? They they want that tool in in their pocket for the future. That, it, that if things turn bad, they want to be able to cut. So they need to have rates higher. I mean, do you think that's what I, they're I thinking? Think in- yeah, I think in good part that that is a, a motivation for the hawks on the Fed saying, look, moderate may be as good as it gets. We're not looking for a solid or robust economy. Moderate is good enough. We need to raise rates at this point at least back to a more normal level so that when the recovery, quote, recovery, does begin to lose traction and we eventually slide into either a non-accelerating economy or an outright technical recession, we do have some tools in our monetary toolbox to combat that weakness and ensure at least a somewhat of a soft landing during that patch. So I think there's a good number of Fed officials that are saying we need to raise rates now because we only have a small window of opportunity to get back some of that uh, monetary policy pressure. 
Yeah, dramatic indeed. Uh, Lindsay Peggs, always great to have your uh, your take on this because you covered this so well. And, and we'll see if the Fed starts to actually notice what's going on or, or acknowledge what's going on and, and, and change their policy. Glad to have you sort of alerting us that possibility. Lindsay Peggs, uh, Chief Economist at Steve Hall Financial, listening to the Bloomberg, Bloomberg Markets. I said in English, mm-hmm. this is Bloomberg.